Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Here We Are. The Bills season is officially over. Walker clean out is today. And there's a lot of pieces to pick up from last night, guys. Um, I really thought the Bills were going to do it, but we're going to have to break down this game and the season. And as great as Joe Brady was, man, last night, I have some serious thoughts about Sean McDermott's touch on this offense still. Um, We're going to break that all down. And this will be the last podcast until we get closer to the combine and starting back for another year because I can tell you one thing, folks, as many times as this team has ripped my heart out and pushed me to the complete edge mentally, I will never give up on this franchise. I will never stop rooting for this city. There is no more deserving fan base than Buffalo. Talk to you soon, folks. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. Wonder this time where she's gone Wonder if she's gone to stay Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away And I know, I know, I know, I know Okay, guys, um, we're going to work our way through this one, but just wanted to start with some comments from Josh Allen after the game, the first being Allen just looking the most dejected I have probably ever seen him, and just at a loss for words, just said, losing sucks. There's just no way around it. It just sucks, and... Yeah, guys, that is uh, about as accurate as it gets, but um, I have a lot of thoughts on this, and one of the comments I thought was really interesting, interesting, maybe not the way to put it, but just pretty telling is Josh Allen said, you win as a team, you lose as a team. One play doesn't define a game, a season. We've got to be there for Tyler Bass. If we execute a couple of plays prior, we're probably singing a different tune right now. The end of that game is not on Tyler Bass. Now, Tyler Bass is paid to make field goals. He was extended to make field goals in that moment. That ball has to be through the uprights. Okay, There is absolutely no excuse to miss that. People trolling on the wide right and all that. I mean, you guys saw how the wind was affecting the ball. Bass took full ownership and said I had to aim more left. No shit. But, guys, I'm not stupid to think that you're giving Mahomes that much time with the ball back to go down and win the game. Like, it, it, it 
it had to be six on that drive. And there was so much on that final drive that went wrong that could have changed the tide for everything. Now, Diggs, I'll start with him. I said this game was going to be a letdown game for Diggs. Sneed is the best corner in football. It's not even close. Diggs was completely taken out of this game. But one of the only eight attempts over 10 yards, Allen threw the ball as perfect as he possibly could have down the field, and it was right in Diggs' hands, and he missed it. Receivers are going to drop balls. Look, the some of the best receivers of all time, there are countless clips of them dropping those. But in their finest hour, they make those catches. I'm so disappointed in Diggs dropping that. But I think I'm just more disappointed in Spagnola just masterclassing the Bills' offense in the second half. At halftime, I tweeted out, this has to be the best half of football that Joe Brady ever puts together. And it was atrocious. The Bills ran the ball all over the Chiefs in the first half. It was complete domination on the offensive side of the ball. But here's some stats that are just so alarming to me. And I'm, as I'm hammering Joe Brady... This had Sean McDermott's fingerprints all over it. You had 10 runs on second and four or less. Out of the 13 times you had second and four or less in this game, you ran the ball. That is so painfully conservative. And... Could the defense stop anything? No. But in the second half, the defense stepped up. The defense got the ball back. We'll get to the fake punt. I'm not ready to even talk about that yet. Okay. When you are running on second and four with one of the most talented arms in football and you're not willing to throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field, you're playing a losing brand of football. It is incredibly easy to look at that stat sheet as Spagnola did and said, I'm going to load the box and I am just going to force them to throw the ball. Half of Josh Allen's attempts, he was threw the ball 39 times. Half of his attempts were behind the line of scrimmage. Kyle Allen could have done that. Josh Allen can't do it on his own, but to play a conservative brand of football when it matters most in the second half is just never going to get it done, ever. Patrick Mahomes, 17-23 for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco, useless in the first half. He was 15 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. And I told you Travis Kelsey was going to be the X factor in this game. He ate us alive. Five receptions for 75 yards and two touchdowns. One of which was an excellent play call 
and Kelsey was wide open in the end zone. Okay, make no mistake, this team goes as Kelsey and Mahomes does. But when you look at this box score, total yardage was almost dead even. The Bills possessed the living shit out of the football. 37 minutes to their 22. And the Chiefs' time of possession kicked up in the second half because in the first half, the Bills were in complete control of this football game. But seven second-half points is so atrocious after what you were able to do in the first half. I just I, I can't wrap my head around how bad that is. You guys want to go blame McDermott's defense? Go ahead. But just keep this in mind. With 14 minutes left in the game, the Chiefs scored zero points. The Bills had the ball three different times with 14 minutes left. You know how many points they scored? None. This was a game where the team with the ball last was probably going to win the game. And it was pretty damn near close to the Bills having that opportunity because if the Bills scored a touchdown there, the Chiefs had little to no time with, I believe, one timeout left to go the distance to score a touchdown to win the game. I like our chances if we have to keep them out of the end zone with that much time left, but you you are out of your mind if you think this Chiefs team was not getting a field goal to win the game. And I'm not letting Tyler Bass off the hook because to not give your team a chance to prevent that field goal is a problem. People blaming Allen for this loss is crazy because you're not in this game with the effort that he put forward. 26 of 39 for 186 yards and a passing touchdown. 12 carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. You look at that stat line, I'd say nine times out of ten, the Bills are winning that game. But here's where it fell apart. Looking at the receiving, you have Dalton Kincaid and Khalil Shakir, who are the only two bright spots of this offense since Joe Brady took over. Dalton Kincaid, five targets, five catches, no drops. He did not drop the football, 45 yards. With an average yardage of nine yards. Khalil Shakir, nine targets, seven catches, 44 yards, with an average yardage of six yards. Here's where it's just so hard to even look at. The next best, Latavius Murray. Stefan Diggs, eight targets, three catches. That is the second highest paid player on your offense. Completely non-existent. James Cook, a horrible drop, four catches, 21 yards. Not getting it done. And then a handful of guys with one catch. One of which being Dawson Knox, who is so overpaid. One catch, four yards. A big first down with four yards. It's it's just so clear how bad this offense needs a stud number one 
who Diggs has the ability, and I'm not done with Diggs. Diggs will be back. He's untradeable with the contract that he has. But I firmly believe Diggs will be back in full force. But I can't believe I'm saying that Gabe Davis was missed so much in this game. And you want something even crazier? Gabe Davis catches that ball that Allen threw. He just does. He makes those plays. You saw it in the Chargers game. Beautiful over the shoulder. Makes the catch. Gets the touchdown. It's just we've spent so much money on the defensive side of the football and we're old and it's just clear that you have to invest in your franchise, which is Josh Allen and giving him guys that can get themselves open and make plays with the football. It can't be Allen being a magician. Allen on the final drive if you have an issue with him not hitting digs on the crosser, so be it. But Khalil Shakir was wide open. Patrick Mahomes makes that pass, no one says a word. But to Allen, it's him playing hero ball because that's been the narrative about Josh Allen as long as he has been in the NFL. He always wants the big play. Khalil Shakir was wide open. Now, did Allen get bumped and not make the throw? I don't know. He threw off his back foot. He didn't get into the throw. If Allen steps into that ball, it's a touchdown, and the Bills, to Josh Allen's point, they're probably singing a different tune. Now, from the Chiefs' side, I, I said I thought this offense absolutely stunk, but they did enough to win, and they moved the ball at will. They were averaging nine yards a play. Sometimes games are just going to turn into shootouts. In these playoff games with the Chiefs, they have been shootouts. These last two, 13 seconds in the blunder last night, they're shootouts where the defense can do whatever they want. These two guys in playoff mode are just so freaking good that it's just going to come down to a turnover. Which brings me to the Bills' turnover. What, whether it was DeMar Hamlin calling the audible or Sean McDermott calling the fake, that was the most reckless call I have seen in all of my fanhood of the Bills. Fourth and five, you want to run a fake field goal or fake punt Instead of just putting, if you wanted to go for it, why is Josh Allen not on the field? Why? You let a guy who has been completely non-existent for the team put the ball in his hands and not even come close to getting the five yards. But it didn't matter because Jordan Poyer made the play of the year Maybe one of the best plays of his career. Knocking the ball out of the end zone and giving the ball back to the Bills. And that's what I'm going to miss so much. I, I firmly believe guys Poyer and Hyde are done. Hyde is a free agent and we have an option on Poyer's contract. And this is where the tough decisions have to be made that this old regime, it's time to move on.
those guys gave you every last bit of what they had, and they just didn't get it done. Guys like Mitch Morse, it, it's there are names on this team that you have to prepare yourself are not going to be around next year. And as much as that sucks to accept, it has to happen because we need a new-looking team. We need a team that goes out every single week and puts up 30-plus points. It is so hard to accept this loss, but the Bills lost this game. The Chiefs didn't win this game. The Bills beat themselves. When you're playing time of possession and you're trying to just squeeze the life out of the clock, you are going to have less possessions and less room for error. Josh Allen's record going into this game was 17-0 and since 2020 when he doesn't turn the ball over. I like those odds. When you look at clutch ratings for quarterbacks, Josh Allen, top of the chart. You had your franchise quarterback three different possessions with a chance to drive us down the field and score, and he couldn't do it. I stand by that Josh Allen at his best is the best quarterback in the NFL. But when he doesn't have a dependent weapon, it shows. And I think that's the difference between him and Mahomes is that Mahomes doesn't have that weapon on this offense, and they looked horrible all year. But the expectations change in the playoffs, and Mahomes demands perfection from every single guy on that offense. And Allen's going to come back in full strength. I really, really hope that we put all of our eggs in the offensive basket. We'll make some free agent signings. There's some guys that are going to have to get let go. Guys, Trey White's got to go. You have to start building a new team. You have Terrell Bernard, diamond in the rough. Terrell Dodson, lights out. I was very skeptical about him. And Dorian Williams, he made some standout plays yesterday. He is so quick. He's very raw, but like we need to get younger and we need to get value like the Chiefs are right now out of veterans and younger players. Rasheed Rice, look at the impact that he had on that game. People want to compare this to the Brady-Manning matchup and some people are super butthurt about that. This, until Allen beats the Chiefs, I I always think this is funny when they call it a rivalry game. A rivalry to me is on both sides, they've sent each other packing. The Bills have never sent the Chiefs packing. Burrow has one win where he sent the Chiefs packing. If you want your Brady-Manning matchup, Tough shit, Bills fans, but that's the matchup. Because Josh Allen, until he proves that he can get past the King, he'll always just be there as a little soldier compared to these two. Now, 
I think a lot about my Bills fanhood and how many times that we've been through this. I said it in my intro, but I love this franchise and I love this city. I will never back down from this team. As long as we have Josh Allen, we will always have hope. Football is entertainment, but it has such a strong effect mentally and your emotion, everything you have, you put into it. It's one game a week from September till February if you're lucky enough, and it takes everything out of you. But this Bills team embodies everything about what it means to be a part of Western New York. It's not a major market and never will be. People will always say no one wants to go to Buffalo. But you've heard what this current regime has done and what they think about Buffalo. Von Miller has talked about it. Is This is somewhere you go where if you want no distractions and to be dialed in, and the part of something special and part of a team, this is where you go. Life as a Bills fan is not for the faint of heart. I've said it a hundred times on this podcast. I can promise you in this time with Josh Allen, he will get his shot. He maybe only gets it once, but he will get us to that special Sunday and when he does I have all the faith in the world that he will lay his entire body on the line for the Bills to get that win watching him in that press conference last night people are saying oh there's you know dumb media pundits saying like oh maybe they should trade him or maybe the Bills need to move on never gonna happen and seeing Josh Allen last night in that press conference the way I see it and it's maybe it's just wishful thinking but it just means so much to him he doesn't want the easy road and that's been made pretty clear by what he has gone through this guy was doubted in high school in college in the draft and Bills fans even doubting him in the first couple years that we had him he has given his heart and soul to this franchise So who are we to bail and say, Allen's never going to get it done. He's Phillip Rivers, minus the 700 kids. One day, I will see you all at the parade. I feel it deep down, one day, we are going to get it. But it has been 57 years of pain, heartbreak, and broken expectations. But all it takes is one magical season and all that pain was worth it. Stay together as a fan base. It's going to be a long off season, and you are going to have a lot of new names on this football team. But the NFL, again, it is entertainment. At the end of the day, the sun comes up. Everybody keeps moving on. And it is what it is, guys. It has been so fun 
living out a goal of mine, starting a podcast. And I'll probably start talking to you guys again as we get closer to the uh, combine. Probably have a couple episodes in between then, maybe a March Madness episode, a couple things just to keep it going. But I'm really going to ramp up the advertising and start to get this thing going. So I appreciate all of you getting in at the ground floor. But I have big plans for this. And I have big plans for this team. Always remember, guys, we are the toughest fan base out there. Get behind the Lions and watch how much it means to this team to get to that fateful Sunday. Because they will. I do believe the Lions will be in the Super Bowl. And that will leave just us in that category of will they ever get it done. But we thrive in that. And we will get it done. Thanks for riding along, guys, here with the Here We Are podcast. I look forward to bringing you many more interviews, thoughts from my friends and folks. And who knows, maybe... My media heroes at WGR, Jeremy and Joe DiBiase, my dreams one day I get these guys on this podcast. That's my goal. Because if you listen to these guys after these heartbreaking losses, they embody everything that it is to be a Buffalo Bills fan. I look forward to continuing this ride with all you guys. Thank you for listening along. And as always, go Bills. Now